Don't ever do that shit again. <laughs> Let me click it. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I did want to tell you guys this real quick story. Um, so I was so we're in this fantasy football league, right? And so it's Jordan Learner's in our league, and um, and Jordan Learner is like he has by far the worst team in the league. Jordan, if you're listening to this, fuck you. Um, he won't wow. trade me Travis Kelsey, and Travis Kelsey's like the piece that I need to win the league. Like I'm I'm four and zero right now, and mm-hmm. literally I was cooking him in the group chat last night. It came to my mind the the. Listen to the real the revelation that I had last night. Jordan is definitely only keeping Travis Kelsey because Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor Swift. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Keep him, bro. Travis right, Kelsey yeah. is like raw. Like it makes sense to pick him up. So no, bro, you got to slide him to the boy. Bro. His season is a lost cause. You're not making playoffs, bro. It's but like, why does he want to help you? Because my team is wet. I mean, he most definitely might be a Swifty. I will say that. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to definitely look like a Swifty, gang. But I, there, there could be other reasons to why he's holding on to Travis. Dude, bro. he's That's he's holding saying. on to Travis because he's a Swifty, and he's keeping Nick Chubb on the IR because his name is Nick Chubb. <laughs> Chubby, <laughs> big Chubb. Hold on to <laughs> All right, I don't got an explanation for that one. That's yeah, fine. exactly. Chubb All right, fire, bro. Yeah. Well, no, but yeah. Um. All right. Should we? Should we get into it? Yes, sir. Hey, Daniel. You know, you know what we're doing tonight or tomorrow? I guess this morning or next tomorrow morning, six a.m. sharp. Oh. We're 6 on top of the roof. We're on the rooftops. Oh yeah! The oh, oh, yeah. vibes. Yeah. <laughs> the vibes. Oh. Why is my shit so quiet right now? Oh, there we go. I'm turned up. Sitting Gucci roll like they say up at UNLV. Young rebel, young money, nothing you can tell me. Paperwork taking too long. Maybe they don't understand me. I compromise if I have to. I gotta stay with the family. Not even talking to Nikki. Communication is breaking. I dropped the ball on some personal shit. I need to embrace it. I'm honest. I make mistakes. I be the second to admit it. Think that's why I need it in my life to check me when I'm tripping on a mission trying to shift the culture. Tell me who dissing. I got some things that I hit the culprit. Them strep throat flows. Some shit to stop all of the talking. All of the talking. Got one reply for all of it's your comments right oh, here. you think I'm too busy That's why you leave a message Born a perfectionist Guess that makes me a bit obsessive That shit I heard from you lately Really relieves some pressure Like AB I got your CD You get an E for effort I piece letters together and get to talking reckless. I'll change like credentials. You know you see the, the necklace. My life's a completed checklist. I'm tired of hearing about who you checking for now. Just give it time. We'll see you still around a decade from now. That's real. Let's see who's around a decade from now. That album dropped 10 years ago, bro. Like, all, like yeah, in January, 10 years ago. That is crazy. Yeah, he's still at the top of the game. All right, well, anyway... Um, that was Tuscan Leather. The intro to Nothing Was the Same by none other than the one and only Aubrey Drake Graham. Whoa, Big pause for saying his Jesus. full name. Yeah, but anyway, um <laughs> sorry, that got me flustered. Um, welcome back to another episode. <laughs> Evan is grilling right now. Welcome back to another episode of the Fresh Big Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. You joined by some pretty cool guys. I got my guys. Young Half Blind, Evan Ariaga, what's going on? Well, you already know, back for another one. And let's yes. see if he let's see if he can stay consistent. Got my guy, hailing from the Dairy Isle, none other than Tam Fran's very own. 
Damn, the Dairy Damn, Queen. Is, this is Dairy Queen and Tan Fran, right? Yeah, yeah but it's Tampa probably kind of run down. Oh yeah. Bro, Five Guys is gone now. Like, bro, oh, yeah. so many places are gone. Well, the the savior, the savior of Tamfran, none other than the one and only DQ, the Dairy Queen, Daniel Kiros. Hello. <laughs> Consistency. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And this is episode 128. Um, first of all, we w- we did want to give a shout out to our worldwide audience, everyone listening on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. I always mess that up for some reason. Okay. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, RSS. All the above. And also shout out to our guys at Still Human helping all of our creative dreams come true. Go tap in with them to see your creativity come to life. Ooh, I'm kind of getting good at those. Mm-hmm. They didn't give me an ad read. I'm just like dropping bars like that. Um, anyway. Um, was there anything else that we had to? Yeah, that was it, right? Yeah. We're missing our guy CB today. Um, he's at a little wedding. Wow. Yeah, is, uh, is he the flower boy? Or the flower girl? He 100% would be the flower boy. <laughs> He's not even a flower boy, but he would be the flower boy. No, have you ever seen the dudes with the fanny packs like dancing yeah. down around the flowers? That shit's kind of lit. I'm not going to lie. That's what I'm saying, bro. Dude, 100%, 100% Carter was like digging into the flower girl's basket and just like throwing. No, I want to throw the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to throw the flowers. Interesting, yo. Yeah, <laughs> um... But anyway, yeah, so um, I guess we can start off with new music. Um, yes, we're going to open with our new music segment today. Um, I think first on the docket, Daniel, you want to take it from here? Yeah, I was about to say. So for um, anyone who is living under a uh, rock and doesn't have a uh, flip phone, Drake is releasing his album uh, at 6 p.m. Uh, tomorrow. 6 a.m. 6, 6, 6 a.m. Eastern. Um, that's so dumb to me. I'm, I'm staying up. up. Fuck it. I'm staying up. Till three? Well, till four for oh. me, or till six for me. Yeah, till six for you. But damn, bro, I don't give a fuck. But I am. I am pretty. I'm here for the boy. Yeah, and also, did you see that? Uh, he uh, Drake posted um the little like uh the tracklist of like Adonis. Oh. Yeah, no, uh, oh, he posted. A, he released the video for um. Oh yeah, the music video for eight a.m. in Charlotte. Super fire. It bars yeah. bars Drake there. Um, I don't know, dude. I'm just so excited for this album. I feel like. Um, I know we talked about it, how that that first single with SZA kind of killed a little bit of the hype around it because it wasn't yeah. that great. But I I will say after hearing that Charlotte, the, the timestamp Drake is undefeated, right? And so I feel like anytime that he gets in that bag, I think it's like a good sign. So I'm yeah. excited to hear this. Um, I'm gonna be staying up. I'm gonna be Daniel and I are gonna be barking barking on the roofs. Yeah, I'm the best. <laughs> Yeah, facts. big facts. Looking at me, still good. Yeah, we not. we need the dog. We need the the bark. The bark drop. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, I'm definitely glad that like uh the scissor project didn't reflect uh how that album was gonna be because I know you were talking about that like maybe a couple months ago, and you were saying like you were kind of disappointed on how you know those two big artists came together and kind of dropped some like mid song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, I was going to say, but uh, luckily this music video uh, showed us another, you know, little glimpse of that. Yeah, the greatness. The niceness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we could go through the track list right here. They dropped the track list today. Um, at the top of it, Virginia Beach, obviously where Pusha T is from. I think that's going to be super interesting. He's definitely going to send some shots at Push. 
which makes me think that Push is going to bar his head off on his next album. But also, weren't they always like disputing back and forth? Like, yeah, they've been beefing for a while. Yeah, they've been yeah. beefing for a while. But Drake has been like kind of like, oh, I'm going to be the bigger man and not diss you back. But now I think. <laughs> Where did that take him? <laughs> yeah, kind of got cooked. Right. And so I think this Virginia Beach record is. I think it's going to be hard, dude. I think I think that shit's going to be nice. I think he might borrow Pusha T, but then Pusha T is going to come back over some violins or some shit. Like it's going to be it's going to be clean. Um, classic little diss track yeah. bro yeah they're gonna be dissing each other over like rich sounding beats um second track is amen don't know hey, what to expect on, there hold on. before but, we get into the second track who do we think's gonna win the battle bro? push a t's gonna smoke drake yeah i'm not gonna lie like when it comes to bars yeah, probably push a t push a t is like one of the best rappers of this gen like best barred out rappers of this but popularity wise oh well drake, drake yeah. yeah yeah well he has that yeah but Pusha T's whole thing is like I don't give a fuck about any of that. Pusha T's yeah, whole like thing no is like, no yeah, I was listening. Like I was listening to his interview with a million dollars worth of game, and he was telling Gillian Wallow that he he only really cares about making like street music now. He's like, I just want make, I just want to make music that like people listen to in the streets, like, um, and yeah, Pusha T's just like he can just bar out at any moment. I think he'll take Drake's head off, but at the end of the day, it's Drake. Like, yeah. I think Drake is over the whole is he the greatest rapper alive because he doesn't even though he doesn't write his own rhymes like that debate's going to be so played out you know I think at, at a certain point it's just like he has the numbers he he's going to pass Michael Jackson with this record for most number ones um I mean you thought he was talking reckless when he had when he beat the Beatles when he got the yeah. Beatles tattooed on his arm he's definitely getting the MJ tat on his arm Dude, yeah I was about to say he's about to get the glove you know what I yeah. mean <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah um but yeah i'm I'm so excited for this um we got amen calling for you is track three fear of heights daylight first person shooter sounds like might have our guy 21 21 21 21 does it say the features no features listed um i don't give a fuck and then there's seven nine six nine santa Slime You Out is on there with SZA. Bahama Promises, that sounds like it might be the greatest record of all time. <laughs> Some tropical little thing. Yeah, Bro, that wait, sounds wait like... Wait till that's Lil Yachty. Oh my wait God. Wait till that's Blem for real. Wait till I hear Blem, Blem 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry. And then there's Tried Our be Best, which sounds good. Screw the World mm-hmm. Interlude, Members Only. Drew a Picasso, sounds fire. Um, What Would Pluto Do? Sounds like some toxic shit. Hopefully we get a future feature on here. Um, all the parties, 8 a.m. in Charlotte, which we just heard. Um, BBL love interlude. That shit might go crazy. What's it called? BBL? BBL interlude. <laughs> That's hard. That's hard. Only Drake. Right. If it's just clapping sounds, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> and, then, and then listen. <laughs> and then listen, listen to the listen to the following track. It's BBL love interlude into gently. And then ah. Rich Baby Daddy. <laughs> yeah. And then another late night away from home. And then Polar Opposites is the outro. I'm just so hyped for this, dude. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't wait to be up on the roof barking. Are we expecting any features? Uh, I I was, I mean, actually, yeah. I'll say if I don't see a little Yachty feature, I'm probably going to be a little upset. I'm not going to lie. But uh, it's not the end of the world. And also a 21 Savage uh, feature would definitely be, uh, you know, on the list but uh other than that uh shit 
Maybe an R and B singer, like maybe something that Diddy did. Like if he did something sort of similar to that, like if Drake brought like a newish, not newish, like like how he did with Jazzy, how he like brought out like Jazzy. Yeah, yeah. I'm really hoping for Burna Boy on this. Burna Boy. I feel like you think that could be the Bahama record. Maybe that's that's a good take. Well, Burna Boy. Burna Boy (laughs) was on um, (laughs) on BBL. Yeah, BBL, Burna Boy Love. <laughs> Burna Boy Love interlude. Bro. No, dude, but he was on an interview, Burna Boy was, and he was like, I have a song with Drake. Like, he was hinting at a song with Drake. He was like, it might be on his next project. So, oh. hopefully, we're going to get some new Burna Boy and Drake. That would be nuts. Fire. Um, Burna Boy and The Boy. Yeah, yeah. And, we get, say, and we'll get Blem yeah. Drake. We'll get Blem Drake. We'll see how that one goes. Passion you know fruit two. Okay, yeah. Okay, but here's the thing, right? Right, right. I don't think he's gonna make another song that comes close to the type of vibe that Passion Fruit had. I mean, obviously he can, you know what I mean? But like Passion Fruit was like a staple. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think I'm going into this album with like no expectations. I don't think like I really know what we're gonna get. Like yeah, I think it'll be well executed because it's Drake, right? But I think that there's like at this point, there's no he hasn't hinted at anything, right? Like the two the the record that we heard with SZA and then the record just now that came out this morning is completely, completely different. different yeah so there's no really there's no really telling what it's gonna be but I'm just so hyped for it we're gonna be can't wait to be outside <laughs> literally just barking bro and then yeah. I have like my neighbor's dogs barking with me I'm good <laughs> yeah like no it's lit it's lit um but yeah we could we could hop out of this um did you guys listen to did anyone get a chance to listen to the CMG album I listened to most of it, or a good portion at least. Okay. Um. Well, for the listeners, it's okay, Daniel. Um. For the listeners, CMG is um. I forgot what their what the acronym stands for. It used to it used to be Cocaine Music Group or something like that, and and Jay Z told Yo Gotti it's so it's Yo Gotti's music group, his label, and Jay Z told Yo Gotti to change the name because it would uh, it would prevent him from getting business. Um, yeah, and so I don't know what they go by now, or what they're. Uh, yeah, like what's the C what, what the what the C stands for anymore? Yeah, but um, they could be like collective. Out, yeah, yeah, maybe no. Oh yeah, I think it might be collective music group. I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure, but um, but they just put out their project. They've been uh, releasing like collab tapes, kind of how Dreamville does it, where they, um. So the first one is Gangstart two, Gangstart one, um, with it has like all their artists on it. It's Moneybag Yo, Yo Gotti, Black Youngsta, Mozzie, Glorilla, Four Two Doug. Um, I believe there's a couple more guys on the label, but um, it's Collective Daniel. Yeah. Okay. I just searched it up right now. It says Collective <laughs> Music Group. Yeah. Okay. But it was actually one of my favorite albums last year. Um. Really enjoyed that the Mozzie fe- the Mozzie song the yeah the Mozzie song, song. tough yeah G code fire um and then I think Glorilla was like really showing out on that ESTG they collab a lot with him um but this ESTG year they put Kev? ESTG yeah uh is that like a group no it's ESTG? just one guy oh. it's just one guy um but it's, yeah so they put out their their record um Gangstar two Reloaded is the deluxe of it um got some it's got some good songs i don't know evan what'd you think it's it's not bad i got like four ads from it a lot of them were like quick skips for me though 
Like I knew I was gonna like it. Like I'm gonna be honest, I don't really like Glorilla at all. You don't like Big Glow? You're not no, rocking with like Big her, Glow. I don't like her sound. Um, to the oh. <laughs> so all the songs she was on, which was like four songs on the album, were all like misses for me. Okay. First, first 10 seconds skipped. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, you don't like her. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, I gave it a shot, but it's just like in, instantly. It's like, yeah. hey, bro, at least you tried it. Shit. Yeah. But, big ups. That's a, that's a big ups. Yeah. <laughs> new heights. But some of my ads were uh, 50 for 50, Bay, You Want It, and then uh, Places We, or Place We Dream About. Okay. Yeah, okay, I like it. Um, I like all those records. Those are, I can added you give all the listener the listen and just on yeah. one of those tracks. Um, oh, oh, personally, can you play the yeah, uh, place we dream about or dream about? Yeah, that's, that's the one with Lil Papa, right? Yeah, because I've never heard of this dude, but I like this. I song. think, is this not the guy that did Corvette? Corvette, <laughs> is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, shit, I'm just dumb. My fault. Oh, no, I'm tripping. No, it's not. It's not. This is also their artist. He's tough. Nobody don't wanna be sad. So who are you to judge when we made for this shit? Can't get no sleep. I've been not running for days. Who am I kidding? I'm the one that prayed for this. Somebody call a plug. Yeah, that's your bag. I like that. That's a good record. I like that too. That's tough. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, I think it's. A, I think they always put out a solid body of work. I think it's like good, like just outside music. Um, I don't know. I, I'm big on ESTG and Yo Gotti. Um, Moneybag Yo yeah. is is one of them that I like, but I can't like ever really dive deep yeah, into his music. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, it like doesn't resonate. I guess I don't know. He's like all uh-huh. right. He's hit or miss. I was about to yeah, say, like, I but he has like great records. Songs. He puts out great records, and mm-hmm. I, I just can't listen to a full discography of his. But um, I do agree that Fifty Fifty song was fire. Um, Glorilla, I think when she first, well, first on the on the track list at number, I think it's what is it, number seven, the Cha 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 record with her and with Glorilla and Fabio Foreign. We'll get the listeners some of this, and you guys can make it up. You make your mind for yourself. This shit is hot ass. Yeah, the Uchi Wally freestyle. The Uchi Wally. Uchi Wally. Hey, uh, I ain't got no worries. Uncle Nama. Ta ta ta. My man, my man, my man. That boy is a ta ta ta. I got Drake on me. I make that bitch sing la la la. Slide down on the ups and make them do cha cha cha. This my shit. I'm about to come up. Yeah, so yeah. that was some hot, hot garbage. garbage. Yeah, yeah so you, literally. You, pl- you played more of the- that song than I listened to of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i feel that for sure um it, i really did not enjoy that um but I've, i i am a big fan of glorilla i think she's she's stupid fire and then she came back with this on the very next track like this i like i enjoyed this humble beast but Aaron turn me up i got some shit to say don't regret my past because it made me who i am today gotta keep that hunger it ain't never too much on my what they doing talk shit they still met on pop shit kick the door down on them people i got talent knocking bitch I don't know. I enjoyed that. What the fuck? Yeah, she kind of has that King Guang cadence. Um, I enjoyed. So I enjoyed her on on these songs. I like Wrong One with Gloss Up and all them. Um, the guys. I think it's kind of funny that one of the people's names is Slimeroni. 
<laughs> one of the features um but yeah i i like that 42 doug record at the end um and I, of course mozzie is always just sounds sounds great on on, yeah. on everything um you didn't you didn't you were fucking with the mozzie record no there were no, two was... oh. mozzie records the last one the, um the hold on i like the one with rich homie kwan broad day which one was it that i didn't like it was the first one, it, not the last one. The last okay. one was decent, but the first one that he was on, I did not like. Oh, interesting. I like that one yeah, more than Broad I like Day. I like that yeah, one more sorry, than I like the last one. Rich yeah, I like that one more than I liked the Behind the Walls. Um, but yeah, Mozzie Mize right now can do no wrong. He's been killing shit lately. Um, yeah, I don't but, even say lately. I would say just for like a yeah, for while. well for a while. Yeah, for a while for sure. Um. Daniel, there. I think there's some more new music that we got to get to. Yeah, actually. Um. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So for uh, the <laughs> listeners. Um. Right. Yeah. Little Tekka drop. Um. I'm not really like too big into Little Tekka. Um. I really do like his songs though. Like uh, this uh single that he put out before the album dropped was called Five Hundred Pounds. Amazing song, and his production I think is really good. Um. I haven't uh taken a chance to listen to the full album yet. But um, I would say uh, personally, um, my favorite songs uh definitely got to be Five Hundred Pounds, obviously, because you know that that single was tough. Um, I would say I kind of gotta look at the the names of the songs again because they're all just like saving them thing. But um, I'll say the Ken Carson feature, uh, the Fell in Love one, uh, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Um, also, uh, crazy side note, so sorry, but Ken Carson uh lost a crazy amount of weight in like two months yeah he looks bro did you see that yeah, i saw the picture yeah bro it looks like a whole new light skin it's crazy it doesn't look healthy it doesn't even it, it doesn't eh, look healthy. it does it looks healthy but it doesn't look well healthy. he looks healthy but it doesn't like you can't lose that much amount of weight yeah, exactly. in that sort of a time period like but also healthy. people are saying uh it wasn't always just two because people are speculating that it was like a, in a two-month transformation period but it's it, it's a whole okay thing. okay yeah, yeah. i read i, I read that. i read the the two-month thing and i was like it doesn't look yeah. like a healthy amount of weight to lose in two months yeah um, but i mean hey homie looks great but then yeah um other than that well, i would say all, also another song um that I really liked uh, was the feature with Kodak, Heaven on Earth. That was a really good song. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. And then other than that, I would say uh, Trippin' on You and Either Way is also another one. Also, Need Me is another single that he dropped before. That, that record was tough. Yeah, that was that tough. Record was tough. I, um, I don't really and I don't really like Tekka like that. I don't really enjoy a lot of the stuff that he puts out, but I did enjoy. I actually really enjoyed the um the the We Love You Tekka album that really grew yeah. on me um in high school. But this one, I checked it out. There were a couple records that I was like, okay, this is decent. That 500 record is tough. Um, and I did like the uh, the one that you just said, um, Need Me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the rest of them, I was kind of like, I'm not, I, I didn't add any of them. Um, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. That His sound is like a little bit different now than it used to be. It used to be a little more. Uh, I feel that. I don't even know what type of I beat. S- they were like a little reggaeton like almost. A- nah, nah. I would say it's like more like, damn. I guess it's in his own genre, but it's like upbeat kind of piano-y kind of production. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's upbeat still. Yeah, I don't really know how to describe it. You can still hear like the like the the melodies and like you know like the chords like throughout the like song. I mean like the songs like for um what's it called five hundred pounds? Like it's it's like a piano going dun 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 dun. You know, but um. Yeah, I would say I kind of relate with you, right? I really like that uh, We Love You Tech album. Like, back Dude, in high like school, this, tough. 
like this. Yeah, like this was amazing. Like this is "Love Me, Little Tekka" off of "We Love You, Tekka." Yeah, I know you see the drip like, and you great. like it. Yeah. Wanna text me about your pride, tryna fight it. I know you young, chasing love, tryna find it. Then I saw you at a party, so do I want you? So do you want me? If I said I love you, would you love me? I could never dub you, but can you dub me? Yeah, I wanna fall in love, I don't think it's for me. If you know I want you, so do you want me? If I said I love you, I don't know. Something about that was like a good vibe when we when we were in high school. That song oh, still slaps. Sure. That was my first time yeah. listening to it in a little while, but I, I was about to say, same. I, I haven't listened to that song in a minute. Yeah, I still stand by what I said about Tekka before on the pod. It's like he's he's a decent artist. I think he's just better at making singles than he is albums. Yeah, like all I, his I, singles are like sense. pretty fire, and then his albums are like yeah, all right. Yeah, but the singles What's on them are good. Yeah, if he if, if he switched up his marketing strategy and didn't put his big hitters first, you know what I mean? Or not well, that's how them. it works. That's how like no, the game, you know I mean, they, no? they play a very traditional game with Tekka. It's where, and I think that you have a point there, Daniel, where it's like if they had switched it up a little bit differently, it would have been, um, it like his rollout is too by the books, and I feel like he isn't a by the books rapper, like his like his whole appearance like he looks like a geek right and he he has that genius interview where he's like oh like oh, yeah, I, rap, I, lied I, I, I lied about all my raps <laughs> right it's like a whole it's almost like a parody almost and it like it feels a little more fun and granted the music is sometimes good and i think if they did a better job rolling him out than they do right now i think like he's clearly not a priority at wherever he's at label wise um considering we didn't hear about this album until it dropped um Think about where I kind of like, heard about it like a little bit, maybe like two months before. Oh, you heard about it? I didn't. I didn't know he was, was dropping TikTok. Yeah, I a didn't lot of people like dropping. would use his old music or his old sounds. Like uh, DUI was another song that I thought yeah. was a really yeah. good single. Um, and then people were hinting at like, yeah, this album's gonna be crazier, blah 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 blah. blah. But and then <laughs> he put out a really single cool. not too long ago that I really liked. Um, oh, this one, blessing. Oh yeah, that's heat. This one was nice. This one was really nice. No rest me now, that nigga. No, you cannot test me out. That extra shit really gon' stress me out. Cause I'm crowing my chest piece while I leveled up. I just got me some XP house. UAP with a death piece house. Niggas hoes when they look deep down. So I'm tired of keeping it real with them. If it's fire, then we in a fair with them. Money turn niggas to guilt trippers. How to learn and some people can't sit with us. Never lie when I said that you let me down. Never lie when you let me down. Gossip in that you can't be around. My niggas stop 10 pull up 10. Yeah, that's on top, bro. Yeah, like he. Yeah, he smokes those features or those uh those what's it called the uh the singles but yeah the singles i think yeah i think i agree with you evan he's a singles artist for sure um maybe he needs to stick to eps bro yeah I, i'm not mad at that um but, but like i get it it's a new sound for him like i think it, maybe it'll catch on to your point though about him like the rollout i don't think like him having a better rollout would impact the quality of the rest of his album because personally no matter what like whether the rollout was fire or not, I'm either gonna like the songs on the on the album or or I'm not. And yeah, like, but I the tend to mainly like his singles. Yeah, but it's about the setup. Like I think like the the setup to the album, I think it like I don't know. There's something about a rollout that sets it up in a way that makes it more intriguing or makes it better feel better. Like like Drake is good at granted maybe not this time, but he's good at setting a vibe for the album 
You know what I mean? Like with Certified Lover Boy, you knew what kind of music you were going to get. You like came into it with that vibe in your head. This second project, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. I was like, I heard the first record sound like some EDM shit. I was like, well, <laughs> you know. No, that's fine. Still, it is I all over the place. And disagree. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I, I get what you're saying for sure. Like, it's going to be the music no matter what, right? But I think there is something to be said about, like, having a good rollout. And I think, um, I think like, J. Cole is a prime example of it. Like, the music that J. Cole puts out is, like, in line with his rollout. And so, in I think subconsciously something happens and you're, like, the music sounds better. It's like a placebo effect. Yeah, almost. Yeah, I think if anything, it's probably just a placebo because in the end, the rollout's just marketing to yeah. get mm-hmm. listeners and, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the game it's now. You know, it's no longer, like, just the music. It's, like, because, like, like, we were talking about the other day, like, Miles Monday, great artist, right? Some of you guys that you really like, great artist. Not going to get the shine because there's no rollout behind him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, like, I like, get like, that, like, that part of it. I'm just that's what I'm saying. That's why I agree and disagree with that. Yeah, yeah. Rollout gets you the numbers. Yes. Yeah. But does it necessarily make your music better? No. Yeah. No, fair enough. That that's more what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah, it was a enough. little confusing before, but yeah, yeah no, I got you. Yeah. Um there's a hair in my chicken tender. That's foul. Nice. Was it a frozen chicken tender? No, it wasn't frozen. I'm just saying Shout out your brother. Yeah, oh God! Shout out Josh for the hairy chicken tender, bro. Appreciate you, gang. Why, why are you hating on the frozen chicken tenders like that, bro? So, no, nah, they're, they're like good. Disgust. No, I'm just saying, why was there a hair in there? My fault. Appreciate um, you, Josh. Well, anyway. <laughs> well, anyway. Um. Okay. Well, one of my favorite um female acts out right now, Georgia Smith. She put out some fire. Um. Over the weekend, did anyone get a chance to listen to that? I know Evan. That's not your bag. Daniel, I think you you would like it. I think. Yeah, I think because I I have a couple of Georgia Smith songs in my yeah in my like albums and albums. Yeah, so the album so the <laughs> album is called the album is called Falling or Flying. It kind of came in under the radar. Well, not too much rollout for it. She's been releasing singles for a little bit, like Little Things, which I really enjoyed. Um, but she put out this album, and I think it's like a new bag for her. It's like a very pop sounding album. Um. But she still gets into her little UK fly girl like type shit, you know? How it's supposed um, to be. Yeah, but like like so I'll play the single Little Things. Um still my favorite record on the album. But like this shit is like it's good house music, like dance music. Um yeah, it's swagged out for sure. to get to the hook So like that's kind of the vibe that you get on there, but then you get these like very guitar heavy instrumentals, and she's in her pop bag singing like Paramore, you know, like it's mm, it's, it's a that's different what bag. I'm more for used her. to like yeah, with Georgia Smith. 
it's a different bag for her for sure um but i really enjoyed it and then i think um i think we got oh we got well i guess offset put out his track list for his new album set it off um there were some pretty heavy features on there um oh it showed the features too yeah yeah um there's a travis feature that's going to be there on um let's see on this song why is it so blurry um on the song say my grace um don toliver is featured on worth it broad day features future uh freaky track six features cardi b um let's see skyami featuring mango foo who i don't know who that is um lotto is featured on track 14 fine as can be i'm excited for that chloe um who was on quavo's album as well is on princess cut jealousy featuring cardi b um and dope boy featuring young nudie oh that might be interesting yeah, I'm excited for this album. I think Offset, we haven't heard from him, him in a while. Um, nice. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I feel like Offset makes great music. I wish the two of them would get back together, but it sounds like it's probably not going to be in the stars. Um, so it's not just so black and white, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's it's not as easy as ABC. But um, but yeah, are we excited for a new Offset? I, I think that's something that yeah. I'm, I'm into. I'll say. I definitely, yeah, like you said, I haven't heard an Offset project in a minute, so hopefully, I don't think he's like, had one since sound. Father of Four. Yeah. And that was a great album. I really enjoyed that. The one with Red Room, and uh, I think the record yeah. with J. Cole is called Father of Four. Um, yeah, Offset can rap rap, so I, I'm excited for that. Um, and then last but not least, our guy, Oakland's finest, Dame Dalla. Um, he was traded from the Portland Trailblazers to the Bucks after a long-standing trade request. Um, sending him in a three-team swap. And he, as you guys know, he goes by Dame Dalla. Um, did I even say his real name is Damian Lord? I think I said that, but... Yeah, no. no. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but he he raps under the name Dame Dalla. Um, raps actually pretty well. Um, his last project had Mozzie, had Rex Life Raj, had some good features on it. It sounded Crazy great. Crazy features, actually. Yeah, he actually sounds it. really... He can rap. Um, and he put out a song called Farewell um, as like a tribute to Portland. Drop some bars saying that like they're they'll never be able to replace me in Portland, which I think was interesting because they just drafted uh this kid Scoot Henderson in the draft to replace him. Um, so I thought we'll that, see how that goes. Yeah, I thought that was kind of I thought that was kind of saucy saying like you you gonna miss me. Um, but I think but your brother came in the other night, Daniel, during pre pod and was telling us yeah, there's some bro. shit going on. <laughs> kind of fucked Dude, up. Yeah, my little brother Joshua. Uh, shout out Joshua, bro. He. <laughs> So he came into our room when we were in the pre-pod and he was like, bro, did you hear about uh, Drew Holiday? And I was like, what? And then he was like, oh yeah, the, the, the uh, he got traded. <laughs> and they sent him to Boston, right? I'm pretty sure. Well, they sent him to Portland for Dame yeah. Lillard. And then Portland, oh. flipped him, Portland flipped him to Boston for more people. That makes sense. And then literally this is off a, what? This was a, a day before that. He literally like was on Twitter and it said that he wanted to retire a buck. <laughs> Yeah, he was like he he was in an interview, I think actually, and he was saying like I'm a buck for life. Was it really um, an interview? I yeah, it was, it was like a. I think it was an interview. I'm pretty sure it was an interview. Um, but he was quoted as saying he was never gonna leave the Bucks and he wanted to retire as a buck. And literally a day later, they they traded him off. <laughs> Guess the Bucks left him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie, it is a very uh iffy situation. Not cutthroat, iffy, but it's like cutthroat game. Cutthroat for surely, bro. 
Because out of nowhere, like, you sleeping, and then you just wake up. Oh, yeah, you got to move. Like, yeah, your stay. brother said something. They found out about it. He found out about it when he was napping or something like that. Yeah, like, literally, he woke up from, or not even woke up from a nap. I think it was, like, he woke up that morning, like, or he went to sleep thinking, like, oh, you know, like, everything's all good, to waking up to being, like, yo, you got to move your whole family, your whole thing, and you got traded. Yeah, I mean, that's just the league. I think, honestly, Drew Holiday, I know you guys aren't basketball guys, but, um, Drew Holiday is one of the most respected point guards in the NBA. He's a longtime veteran player, great player. Um, and he's like a very big philanthropist, him and his wife, um, who I think is also on the record saying like they did him dirty, right? Oh, yeah, no, she said that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, he, the two of them are like notorious for giving back to the community in Milwaukee or wherever he's played. Um, so I think for him to, I think like that's a little disrespectful in my opinion to, to not give him a heads up on any of that. Um, but yeah, that's just a rough situation for him. I mean, he's going to a, a potentially a better team in Boston. Um, they look really we'll good see this about year. That, though. Yeah, but I mean, Damon Giannis in the, with the Bucks might be kind of different. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of room for a lot of spacing out there now. Um, you guys see Damon Lillard left his girlfriend too? Damon Lillard, or his, his wife. They just got married two years ago. Damon Lillard, I, I read it on Twitter today, so I don't know if it's true, but they were saying um, allegedly he left his girlfriend who he just married two years ago. Um, and all the memes were like, he left his girl in the Portland trade. <laughs> yeah, man. Couldn't bring her with him. Yeah. <laughs> Ticket for one. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, how much was that going to be? Ooh, an extra 2000 He's like, listen, <laughs> I didn't sign that new free agent contract yet. I only got traded, so... <laughs> Technically, it's yeah. just me, though. So you so. can come on economy, but <laughs> <laughs> but that team charter not picking you up, baby. <laughs> I promise you. And from the airport, you're getting that Uber carpool, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Dame, dude. Dame is just like, I don't know. I have so much respect for Dame just staying with a Portland team that was really struggling for a while. And like he was like, I'm, I'm not going to leave them. I'm not going to leave them. I think now is a good time for him to... He's getting to the end of his prime. I think it's like a good spot for him to be with a contender now so he can finally get a chance at winning. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we got for new music. I know we drifted off a little bit from there. Um, we got highlights of the week. Highlights of the week. Let's see. Highlights of the week. All right. Um, our first highlight of the week goes to Outkast, um, who now has the highest selling rap album of all time, according to Big Boy of Outkast. Um, so their album, the speaker Bo- speaker box slash the love below, which was that double disc record with um Big Boy is on speaker box and then Andre three thousand the love below. Um, it was released almost a almost twenty years ago to like around this month. Um, yeah, on September twenty third two thousand three, which is crazy because I hadn't even turned two years or I hadn't even turned a year old at that point. I was a year old. Yeah, barely a year old. Yeah, yeah, but like. It's shut up, two thousand. <laughs> yeah, you were one. <laughs> technically, not yet. Yeah, he was one and a half, or like almost two, two months off. All right, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it became the highest selling, the mo- the highest selling rap album of all time. Um, selling at 13, 13 million units sold so far. Um, I just like I can't speak highly enough about this album. This album is one of the most influential albums in hip hop history. Um. Just, I think 
Big Boy and like obviously these are two pioneers of hip hop and hip hop in Atlanta. Um, Big Boy really set the scene for what hip hop would sound like in Atlanta for like generations. You know, like you can trace back the lineage of who's someone big in Atlanta right now, like Lil Baby, right? Yeah, Lil Baby. Um, you can trace him back to to Two Chains. You can trace Two Chains back to Ti. Chase trace Ti back to Big Boy, right? Like Jeezy, Big Boy, all those guys. Um. So like there's a lot of that like there's a there's a lot that you can draw from that that disc of the album and then if you if you're talking about the love below the love below might be the most influential. I was about to say that's yeah. Most the people, love below. I wouldn't say most people, but most people know who was like Andre 3000 is out of like Outkast. Yeah, yeah, very, for like, sure. Uh, what's the word? He was very out there. You know what I'm saying? Like his yeah. style, the way he rapped, and it was just it was yeah. very new. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Andre 3000, in my opinion, is the most talented rapper of all time. Um. I think like the only knock against him is he doesn't have a solo project, but like this functions as a solo project. This is like oh, I was just listening to it to it today. I was listening to take take off your cool with Nora Jones. Like he was one of those guys that really brought in that vulnerable style of rap. Um, even if you listen to like the lyrics of of Hey Ya, like it's a sad song, you know? Yeah, and like a sad song it. over the happy beat, right? And so like um, I think just without this album, there's no Drake. Kanye has said there's no Kanye. Um, and yeah, I think like just some of the sounds that we hear today are just so relevant in that album. And I think um, I think it's definitely like this was not what I was expecting to hear that it was this was the highest selling hip hop album of all time. Oh, but yeah, if you really think all. if you really it, like arguably this isn't even their biggest album of all time. Right. I, a lot, I think a lot of people would argue Stankonia. Um is is far right. bigger but uh, i guess yeah in terms of like what popularity yeah in terms of like mainstream uh, popularity but that's uh, also because they went with a different sound on that album mm-hmm. like it was more of a poppy album if yeah. i'm not mistaken yeah with miss jackson and yeah. all that yeah um but yeah big shout out to andre 2000 big shout out to uh to big boy yeah, to i mean in general, but... yeah well, this is just Hold on, but before we even move on, like Outcast, like you're saying, they had such a big impact. Like with Big Boy bringing up like Ludacris, Little John, and Killer Mike into their little yeah, their, their little label. Like like he kind of ushered them in. The, yeah, yeah, created that whole like passing the torch movement. Yeah, yeah, like and then, bringing people in under you. A hundred percent. And then you see like on the other like I like they're they're so multifaceted because you have Big Boy who's kind of in that streets like you know that like he's rapping like jeezy or well jeezy rap like him but like they're they're kind of he's holding down like the streets out of it and you got andre 3000 who's a lot more musical and all that like andre 3000 i think it's still so cool to see him rapping with young thug or uh got records with anderson pock right he's current he's co-signed young thug pock anderson pock um kanye anderson pock i think i think it's back yeah i'm sure it's back yeah but like like without without andre 2000 there's no young thug um yeah. for sure there's no young oh, thug, for right? sure exactly yeah bro. you can hear andre you 2000 can even see it, young bro yeah, yeah like you bro, can see the wyclef gene like bro did you see his whole like wyclef john yeah, but... or wyclef john so sorry <laughs> did you see that like his whole samurai outfit that was the coldest shit ever and only like <laughs> 
dude that like relates so much not relates but you know how like uh andre 3000 he had like very like a, a wacky almost like leprechaun kind of style not like yeah, he was you know he I mean? was he was a fly guy he was he you know who he, who reminds me a lot of him is tyler the creator yeah exactly like that i think in the know, f- style like the show leanne especially like uh i know that um the inspirations for tyler the creator was literally mf doom and andre 3000 yeah yeah um which you can clearly tell like they wear it on their sleeve for sure and then like you get like guys like j cole rapping uh land of the snakes is over the uh the art of storytelling part one like their influence stems like so far into our generation that i think um they're one of those timeless groups that we're never gonna never gonna forget about and i think like they're in my opinion top two top three group rap groups of all time i think wu-tang clan's there I think if we're talking duos, they're the best duo of all time for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, not much more needs to be said. I, I like I like exactly where you took it, Evan. Like, T.I., Ludacris, Jeezy, Gucci, right? Like, all these guys, Big Boy kind of helped usher in, you know? And it's... Um, I feel like Big Boy doesn't always get the respect that he deserves. Like, I feel like they kind of always talk about, about three stacks. And I think Big Boy is just, like such a phenomenal artist and i think you see that a lot on speaker box so um yeah 13 million units sold we'll give them some uh give them some some applause yeah definitely 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 um big shout out to them um that is no small feat highest selling rap album of all time awesome um and yeah i think evan you have another highlight yeah so uh you know, or highlight slash like some TV news for the people. Yeah, okay. SNL is coming back from the writer's strike October 14th. And um, they're bringing Pete Davidson back to host it, which personally I think is fire. I love Pete Davidson. That's tight. It's tight. Like I used to watch him all the time when he was on SNL. So I think it's dope to have him come back and host. Uh, they're having Ice Spice. As their musical <laughs> guest, which is hey, you thought I was feeling you? Ryan's <laughs> heavily excited, excited for that part. I'm gassed. I'm jazzed. I'm not, bro. It's kind of an L pick. L pick. Like, like the the duo just don't work, bro. You got a fire comedian with. I think it's pretty fitting, bro. I with her popularity, yes, I think it's but... fitting. Yeah, with like the realms that they exist in, I think like. Bro, I think people that know Pete Davidson's roster, yeah, I'm pretty sure it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna take that down, dude. Oh, I wouldn't probably. even be surprised. Green room, little green room action, <laughs> bro. It literally says on the headlines like Ice Spice and Pete Davidson. So Ice Spice, yeah. So Ice Spice, you say you're a munch, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, literally you know they call me a munch in Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for uh, sure. Yeah, he's definitely popping in the in the room. Um, oh, definitely, definitely. He was supposed to host earlier in the year, though, right? I think uh, yeah, during like the writer strike, May May six, a little bit before the writer strike, and then the writer strike happened and they canceled everything. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. So I don't know, yeah. kind of it happens. It seems like they had it kind of set up though, so I don't know exactly what they had to cancel. Seems like they might have just sat on it, low key, in my opinion. But yeah, if know. he comes out with the jokes from like. Couple months ago, <laughs> you know, bro, it's all state. Yeah, so Joe Biden fell. Well, <laughs> literally, bro. If you think about it, they got to catch up, because that's kind of what they do. Oh, true. Like, that's you know true. what I mean? So they yeah, might. That's true. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, and it's been a little dry. 
lately yeah. in like news i think they could drop out with some like there's definitely gonna be the writer strike jokes for sure though oh yeah sure. they have to. yeah why wouldn't they He's definitely going to come off the jump and he's going to be like, there's no cue cards backstage because no writers are used for this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, literally, bro. But yeah, I think I it's mean, dope that they're bringing him back. I think it's cool. Yeah. Good luck. Also, that Pete Davidson is the host yet, the show. Yeah. Dude, another interesting thing SNL is doing is the following week, Bad Bunny is doing like the double feature where he hosts and performs. So, That's going to be cool. That should be interesting. I think he's yeah. been on SNL already. As a musical guest, I think. Yeah, as yeah. strictly as a musical guest, yeah. but yeah. So, that's cool. That should be cool. Yeah, I think they saved that for like a very select group of people. Um, does Bad Buddy speak any English? Does I he think English? he has to, right? Yeah, probably. He's probably going to have to here. I mean, nah, but here's the thing. I've never seen they a wouldn't give him, him the host. Any. Yeah, yeah, that's if true. He, if he didn't, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, from what I read, oh, they might. They might. might it'd be surprising but they might have a translator they just dub over <laughs> it <laughs> they just yeah. dub over it. um i think i think it's cool um that that they're giving him the double feature i think he's definitely had the the run that he deserves it right um like i said they only give it to a select group of people 44 others have done it um in the past the double feature um i don't know how many episodes of there's been thousands of episodes right or hundreds of episodes of snl yeah, right snl bro yeah. there's yeah it's hell. been going on for hell long yeah That's i'm 49 way. seasons 90s? right 80s yeah, yeah, I, don't, I don't know how many episodes they do per season but uh yeah but there's a ton so tons. he's in good company i think the most recent one was jack harlow last year to do the musical feature with uh and the hosting but i know the weekend's done it before i believe ariana grande's done it for some reason, I be- I remember Kanye doing it, but that also sounds like something that they wouldn't let Kanye do. And maybe, maybe now, but before Kanye was popping, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like pre recent speech, Kanye, you know what I mean? Yeah, that- yeah. No, I, Kanye was on SNL like recently, like fairly recently. Oh, uh, really? Within the last four or five years, yeah. Like in the midst of his mental breakdown, he's... he's been on seven times for a musical guest. Oh wow! I think Kid um, Cudi also did the uh, did the hosting and performing. Um, yeah, that's just a good look for him uh, for Bad Bunny. Um, definitely big shout out to him. That that's super dope. Shout out to Pete Davidson too. Um, I feel like he's been real low key lately. He's a low key guy for the most part. I would say, yeah. bro. But yeah. I mean, keep on pulling these baddies, like, bro. Like, I don't. He's a funny guy, bro. Bro, yeah, literally though, that laughing Riz is crazy. <laughs> the laughing Riz. <laughs> oh, You're a fool, bro. You're a fool. Um, I up, bro, I need to take courses from him, bro. <laughs> Shit, he got Kim K, Ariana Grande, bro. What is general? Oh, that's where he linked her, right? He bro. linked Kim K at SNL. Probably. I don't know, bro. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because they kissed in the skit. Did they really kiss in the... Yeah. You know, Is she... that where he pulled her from? Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, after that, I'm pretty sure, like, she was like, oh, I have a crush on him. And then, like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Different. Um, He's built different. Yeah. Does anyone have any other highlights, or we can move on? Uh, I mean, we can touch on it briefly. Y'all, see, y'all seen the... Uh, 
what is this? This isn't a highlight, right? This oh, I guess, yeah, this isn't a highlight. Okay, we'll move on. We'll move on. We'll move on. We'll move on. All right, we're moving into some bullshit slash conspiracy news. This is our, our new segment that we debuted last week where we're going to be breaking down some of the some of the weekly bullshit that happens in the news and also some conspiracy talk because, you know, we all love a good conspiracy theory. Um, all right, yeah, Daniel, take, so, it. Um, <laughs> take it from here. <laughs> um, so for the people that weren't on Instagram or didn't see the video, uh, I don't know if it was just Instagram. It probably circulated Twitter, all that shit, right? Um, so there was a minivan uh, backing up and it uh started to scrape a bmw and then um the person recording inside the convenience store was like whoa that's kind of weird so uh they uh kept on recording turns out uh the minivan went straight into the like reverse straight into the convenience store like backed in destroyed everything the alarm was off and um turns out <laughs> the driver hops out the car it was like a 10 year old little girl with their face just going like Oh jeez! Yeah, oh geez. She, she was crazy, bro. She pulled the Ricky Bobby. I just want to go fast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so she she backed into the Beamer, hit the wall, and then straight into the convenience store, bro. That shit was savage. Wild. Was she Asian? If she was no, Asian, that's such I a bad look. For white us. girl, bro. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, let the whites she have that. Said good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, my question is. The, the minivan has, you know, like, the family sticker on it, right? Exactly. So it had, like, the mom, the dad, the little girl, and two other kids. Where, where was the rest of the family when all this was occurring, bro? <laughs> Swear to God. They were getting Slurpees. Just leave the 10-year-old girl in the car alone with the keys. Yeah, that's what happens. She'll be fine. Nah, that's not what happens, bro. My dad's left me in the car with the yeah, keys. Like, roll the, roll them fucking windows up. <laughs> roll oh them windows God, up. Bro. I ain't never backed into a convenience store. That shit. Nah, gang. Nah, bro. You might turn the AC on, play some music. You know what I'm saying? Crack the like windows. Maybe go on the accelerator if you see it's on park just a little bit. You know, just play around. But other than that, nah. <laughs> nah. Dude, I remember the last time I was, like, left in the car. Um, was my homegirl went to go get Chick Fil A, and we this is out in Boston, right? And so it's like on a pretty busy street, and she she is from Jersey, and so she shout out Tart. She just leaves her car like double parked whenever she's like running in to grab something. I hate people like that. So I do too. (laughs) So I was like, "There's no way doing this," and so she was like, "Oh, just sit in the car, like it'll so someone will like." Like, so, like, it doesn't look like I just left the car there, right? And I'm like, well, you that is pretty much what you did. I was like, me being there doesn't affect the the aspect of you just ditching the car here. Um, <laughs> and so and so I actually had to move the the, the whip because she was double parked and someone was trying to get out. And so I found another spot. I was trying to parallel park. And I, this was my freshman year in college. Um, and I hadn't driven in almost a year because I was out at school and we don't I don't have a car. And she was the only one that I knew had a car. I was trying to parallel park. Oh my gosh. I did like at least an 800 point turn into that spot. <laughs> it is what it is, bro. Yeah, and the at line out got in there, bro. She comes out of Chick-fil-A with like all the food and she goes, she like looks I like roll down the window. I look like I'm bright red in the face, I look all stressed out. I'm like sweating. It's like snowing outside. I'm like sweating. <laughs> and she I run on the window and she just looks she just leans out in the car and goes what the fuck are you doing? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna start crying, dude. It was rough. Oh, I just real. had a panic attack. Just yeah, so I can't breathe. It was real rough. Um, but yeah, so I don't know what I would have done. I definitely wouldn't have reversed it into the Seven Eleven, but 
Yeah, nah, gang. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, well, that's... Is that even a conspiracy, or is that just some bullshit? That nah, that's just some that's bullshit. Just some bullshit. <laughs> that's some bullshit. I thought there was going to be, like, a conspiracy that came with it, but... Bro, you know how many ass whoopings that little girl got, bro? Well, she's white. She actually, definitely got time actually, out. Yeah. No, yeah. Bro, if, that, if that were my kid... Oh, if that were me... Bro. Oh, oh, oh. Tenderized. Gotta warm up the hands, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit. Oh, none of hands. Hey, the feet. You gotta be careful what you say, bro. That's child abuse. Nah, there's a Not my child kid. abuse are different. Yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> Yo, shut the Not fuck up. Kid, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm just telling you, bro, there's a whole different culture around that. There, there's oh, yeah, definitely no, two totally. sides to it, and I, I'm not saying that I disagree with that being disciplined. I'm just saying the whole other spectrum is, bro, there are people that will uh, cancel you for shit like that. I don't give a fuck. Cancel me, bro. I'll discipline my kid any day, bro. I couldn't give three fucks. <laughs> my sister does it all the time, bro. Literally. Oh. I ain't tripping. I was literally raised like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Like, well, I think we're from the last things. era. We're from the last era where, like. But yeah, no, nah, bro. I'm definitely going to We're, like, not, spanking I'm not gonna your beat the shit out of my kid, yeah. but, yeah. I'm like, never closing my hand at a, at my kid. Yeah. I'm not going to close anyone close their shit. My parents didn't close their hands at me, you know? Like, it's exactly. not, like, abuse. I mean, maybe, like, but, like, a hair... We're, but we're raised in the last era where, like... Maybe, like, a hair coat. Kids like were getting hit. Or, like, yeah. a spoon. Or, you know, a bamboo stick. Anyway. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> But, you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. That's what we learned. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can move on from that. Um, all right. Well, our conspiracy news of the week. Evan, do you want to do the conspiracy news, or do you want me to take it? All right, you can go ahead and do all right. Um, well, this is actually probably the biggest news that's come out all week. Um, after 27 years, um, Las Vegas Police Department has arrested a killer, the suspected killer in Tupac's murder. Um, Tupac was killed. Well, I believe he died a day or two after he got shot, but um, he was shot on September 7th, 1996. Um, and it was. Like, I think well, most people should know how and why he died. Um, it was a retaliation attack. Um, but a lot of people think that it was uh, organized and set up by um, by Suge Knight. This is like they had a guy that they thought was that they thought was guilty of it. Orlando Brown. He ended up getting killed in a separate uh, gang related shooting, um, I believe, a year or two later. Um, but when he died, the cop asked him if he shot Tupac. That was like his last dying sentence that he heard. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, big bro, I did." There's honestly been a lot of different theories about it. Like, yeah, people said thought it was Biggie for a little bit. Like people think he's not dead. Yeah, he's Dude, up in Cuba. Not. What you mean? Yeah. Literally, he's in DR right now. People literally. thought it was Diddy. Yeah, I don't know what you talking about? People thought it was Diddy. Um, Loki, I wouldn't be surprised if Diddy's working with the uh, the Las Vegas Police Department right now to. <laughs> to prosecute or so he was like yo go get some guys so we can get some hype for my album <laughs> but um yeah i think like 27 years later i've seen we've seen all the documentaries we've seen all the movies i think it's so outplayed like overplayed they've just been running through like there's a new tupac documentary every week at this point of who shot tupac and it's like it always ends up with we don't know um but i think now they have a suspect in custody this guy i mean imagine knocking tupac and then 27 years later they catch you <laughs> kind of sucks Dark. he taught he's already been investigated he was in the documentary that's keefe d 
Oh, shit. So oh, he was bro, already in the dock. The only this is this is the crazy part about it, bro. So he talked to the feds in Los Angeles, like around the time the shooting happened. And whatever he told the feds basically got put under like a it can't be used against you. Oh no, it can't be used against you in a prosecution. So he admitted to killing people and shit and whatnot, like when he was talking to them. But it never said that they can't use it to further investigate. So oh. it just took him hella time to use whatever he told them to figure out how to make evidence stick to him. Oh jeez. All I know is that all I know is that if Trump gets elected, he's definitely pardoning uh Judy. <laughs> he's he pardoned Kodak, he pardoned uh ASAP Rocky, nah, ASAP Rocky home. There ain't no way he pardons KVD. He took Tupac from him. Bro. Yeah, I was about to say, if Trump does that, go home, bro. All Trump definitely doesn't fuck with Tupac. All for literally just beating the shit out of his nephew. Like, literally, <laughs> I'm sorry, though, bro. bro. Yeah. Well, dude, Donald Trump, he got that New York bias. He'd be bringing home ASAP Rocky, like, see where the priorities lie. Young thugs didn't come home. Uh, <laughs> all that, bro. Like, Free thugger, man. Yeah, dude. I, I think... Donald Trump might have that New York bias. He might be like, yo, free him. Biggie's better. Biggie's better. Interesting, though. You know what's gonna happen? Oh no, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, um, what's gonna happen is is Keith D is gonna be like, yo, Suge Knight, put me on. Give me some credit to kill him. Oh, he's a crip? Yeah, that that don't work well. Oh, yeah, bro, that that's that's what I'm saying. It was just some like gang retaliation, like oh, some bum okay. shit. Well, I thought I thought he was gonna pin it on Shug Knight. They were gonna tag uh, another hundred years onto Shug Knight's. What is Shug, Shug Knight serving? Like what? Like bro, eight three million, million years? years? Dude, literally, bro. <laughs> like he's serving like eight consecutive life sentences. Dude, remember, remember when he passed see? out in court? <laughs> he, oh like, yeah, the fake passed out thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he like. <laughs> yeah dude like that like they're just gonna do that it's gonna be another meme like oh that's kind of crazy um do you even care at this point like is this i'm not gonna that... lie though that's what i was gonna say like most of these like cold cases like they usually find the murderer like 40 years later or like hella long after the yeah killing happens, you know what i mean especially how they be having like documentaries about that shit on netflix like i remember watching you ever watch uh central park five i think that's the one i'm talking about where, where it was the five kids and they yeah. uh uh, so, oh, never mind. Nah. What he's talking about is cold case files. Oh. I know what, I know ah. what you're talking about. I did not watch it. And, you didn't watch it? That's a, that's a crazy story. It's a real story, yeah. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. The, so Daniel, the story for, behind it is crazy. Yeah, Daniel and the listeners, Um, essentially what happened was these five young kids, these young black kids, uh, I believe it was the 80s or 90s? Yeah. Or, yeah. Late, so, early 80s, I think, I want to say. Early 80s. or No, no, no. Late 80s to early 90s. Yeah. I'm um, not positive on the timeline, but early, yeah, late but they 80s, they, they were they were falsely there was five of them and they got coerced into um confessing to a rape in a was it a rape and a murder or no rape in the park. rape and attempted murder in in the park because the lady was yeah, like vegetated yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um in in a park in in Central Park um and they were coerced into like brutalized coerced and all that into um giving statements false statements um. And then eventually, I think it was 30-something. They had all served 30-something plus years. 
all required to register as sex offenders. And um, and the last one was released in the early to mid two thousands. I want to say yeah. so. Not positive. Yeah, I, I want to say it was the two thousand. It was definitely the two thousands. Um, but it was these five kids, and they were all falsely um imprisoned for it. And they all served at least 10 years each. One of them, I think the most that one of them served was, I believe, just under 30 years. Um, but he was in prison with the guy that actually did it. And the other guy that did it um came out and uh he he confessed because rape is one of those um that there's no statute of limitation and trigger warning for the listeners or for whoever needs one. Um but yeah, so he uh he confessed to it and they um ended up exonerating the the other other guys um that's wild yeah i mean like shows you how fucked up that is but back back on tupac i don't want to make that too dark um i don't know i don't know. i feel like does this at this point i feel like all of the spectacle around tupac's death like they've created they've made it into a spectacle now at this point yeah. right it's more of a like people are entertained by the fact that he died more so than the fact that like he is like a once in a generation talent and same with Biggie. I think just like the mystery that is both of their deaths um, and just the story of it is in a lot of ways more entertaining, but I think it takes all away. At this point, we're not talking about Tupac's music. We haven't talked about Tupac's music in a while. And all we talk about at this point is, is how did he die? You know, yeah. like even the documentary of, um, or not the doc, the biopic that they did for Tupac. Like, yeah. dude, he got popped like, pretty early into the movie you know it's like it's like they don't focus on him as an artist anymore it's kind of in my eyes it's kind of sad i think just takes away from his legacy as an artist so i don't I know what you're coming from because yeah, like low-key yeah it's it's just marketing i didn't even really think about it but like low-key yeah you're kind of right because when i was watching that movie he did get kind of popped early, huh? right he got popped early yeah like they didn't Maybe cover like... any they didn't really cover his music they covered like nah. all, that that night that um it was they covered the rape the alleged rape a lot right with barely like anything of his childhood yeah barely anything of the childhood barely anything of his real music career they didn't talk about how he was in any movies or in they showed uh, you like a quick snippet of him in above the rim yes yeah. bro that's crazy how are yeah. not gonna put juice up in there literally yeah exactly like, who was uh 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 who is will smith uh they are married to again uh jada pickett uh, uh, uh. yeah jada yeah pickett? yeah they yeah, covered like, they covered him and jada they pickett covered a lot. that yeah you know what i mean but yeah, like that was he proposed to her yeah yeah um they had that and then they had um yeah and then they had the rape case they had jada pickett took up a big chunk of the movie and then they had him dying yep yeah it wasn't like yeah i don't know something about that just right. yeah no for real um but you know what, th- this whole conversation makes me think of, and we can wrap up after this, but um, I just watched, have you ever seen that Quentin Tarantino movie, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. Oh, I watched, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whenever he's like, it's DiCaprio. The devil. Yeah. The it's, devil so it's about Charles, it's about like Charles Manson and the night that uh, Sharon Tate, that actress, the super famous actress died. Um, but like a lot of people were saying like, why did Sharon Tate not have a role? So Margot Robbie is the one that plays Sharon Tate um who's a real person by the way like all these events are all like real events besides anything that happens to leonardo dicaprio or matt damon in the movie um but they're all real people like all that stuff and so like the whole point of it is that like 
they made Naomi or not Naomi. I don't know. I thought it was Naomi. Um, Sharon Tate's. They made her whole like her whole story of her career. Like no one focused on her career once she died because her death was by the Manson family. And so like by them making the movie and she doesn't and she pretty much just goes through a normal day in her life. It like takes away it like it it takes away that being the focal point of her career. And I think that's kind of what's happening to Tupac right now. It's like his death has become the focal point of his career um to the mainstream audience i know like we like fuck with Pac heavy right and it's like yeah um, his music and yeah. yeah yeah but i think in just in general the um this there's like a huge spectacle around celebrities dying right and talented people dying right and i think um i think when people talk about them now i think like it's all about just how they died or like when a celebrity dies young right and i don't know i think they do the same with whitney houston they do like takes a lot away from the music um and just the art and talent that these people were so um yeah that's all i gotta say on that i know it was a little deep but <laughs> yeah but uh no on uh that related topic we want to do the past the ox segment yeah who's who's introing past the ox today um so to keep it on the tupac kind of vibe we had to go with our favorite tupac song like, it was just a must. Ryan, you want to kick us off? Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm gonna go with just a. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm gonna go with like a super Tupac classic. Um. This is Tupac's. Um. Hit song. This is changes. Changes by Tupac. Um, definitely a really good song. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know that song. Not even yeah, a lot, just it's a great, it's a world probably classic record. Thanks. Well, I think it's yeah. not even one of his most popular records. Like, I think it's just like oh, it is definitely his one discogra- of his most popular. His discography is like so deep. You know, I feel like it is actually that gets lost sometimes. I'm pretty sure though this song is pretty high up there. I'm not gonna lie, though. yeah. Oh, so it's, well, it's yeah, his greatest hits album. Yeah. yeah, it's like number seven on top songs on Apple Music. Makes sense. That's a rough estimation of where it's at. So yeah, I didn't count. 
right, let's just yeah, say well, one through ten somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. shout out Pac. Shout out Pac. Yeah, shout classic, out Pac. classic record, no matter what. Like, we, and we got to keep on going back to this conversation. Like, just because it's mainstream doesn't mean it's trash. Like, it's a great record. No, that's you know? true. That's true. Yeah. But this one, Daniel, or who who got this one? Evan, you smoked yeah. this. This is this is one of my this is probably my second favorite. Yeah, this one one of the greatest Tupac song songs in my opinion. Yeah. And is fuck the world. Not much more needs to be said. Just maybe want to tap thug life on my chest. Hate that a bitch, you devils are so two faced it. Wanna see me locked in chains, dropped in shame and get stopped by these crooked cops again. Timeless. All of these nice. timeless. Very true. Should I kick it off, man? Yeah, you got it. It's good. Um, so I was gonna do a check the time by Tupac, uh, because that's honestly one of my like first. Yeah, Tupac it's a sleeper. Times. That's a sleeper. Yeah, yeah, it really is though. Yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna play. It. I'm gonna play. Uh, I ain't mad at you by Tupac. Also, another good sleeper. Shit. I guess change is good for any of us. Whatever it take for any of y'all niggas to get up out the hood, shit, I'm with you. I ain't mad at you. Got nothing but love for you. Do you think, boy? Yeah. All the homies that I ain't talked to in a while. I'ma send this one out for y'all. Know what I mean? Cause I ain't mad. I think Ashanti sampled this. Heard y'all tearing up yeah. shit out there. Yeah. Kicking up dust. Giving a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, niggas. I ain't mad at you. Now we was once two niggas of the same kind. Quick to holler at a hoochie with the same line. You was just a little smaller, but you still roll. Got stressed to Y8 and hit the hood swole. Remember when you had a Terry Curl? Didn't quite learn. On the block with your Glock, tripping off Sherm. Collect calls to the tilt, saying how you changed. Oh, you a Muslim now, no more dope game. Heard you might be coming home, just got bailed. Don't wanna chase tail It seems I lost my little homie He's a changed man Hit the pen and now no sinning is the game plan When I talk about money All you see is the struggle When I tell you I'm living large You tell me it's trouble Congratulations on the wedding I hope your wife knows She gotta play it for life And that's no bullshitting I know we grew apart You probably don't remember I used to think for your sister But never win a bender And I can see us after school We bomb on the first motherfucker With the ball Yeah, that was I ain't Tupac, Danny Boy. Um, nice yeah. show vibe. 
yeah, that's all we got for today. Um, again, Drake comes out in six hours from the time that we're recording this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to start barking. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like like um, we always say at the end of these shows. Um, we appreciate all of our worldwide audience. Uh, showing love to the West Coast. Um, the East Coast, down south, anywhere where you guys might be listening, up north. Um, shout out to shout out to Switzerland. Um, we've been getting some love out in Switzerland. Uh, the, the people have been showing up, hitting me in the DMs. Um, so shout out to you guys. I know you guys are rocking with the show. Um, shout out to our guys. It's still human. Um, definitely go tap in with them for all of your creative needs. And does anyone have any final shout outs? Shout out my mom and Lisa. And my dad. And what about Rick. my parents? What the hell? Oh yeah, and also yeah. the family. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, what's shout the out fuck? all our families. <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out the Freshly Baked family. You know the vibes. Yeah, Freshly Baked yeah. family. Yeah, you know. Come on now. Um, and I did want to give a shout out to my guy Oliver. Um, you guys know him from the Freshly Baked Pod Sports Pods. Um, but he his sleeper of the week was DJ Moore. DJ Moore had 50 fantasy points tonight. Outscored my, pretty much. Well, I wasn't playing him, but it outscored the guy that he was playing. Um almost his whole team so far. So um, big, big ups to, to Ollie. Um, definitely go tap in with our sports pods. If you missed it last week or uh, no, not this week, a couple days ago. Um, definitely yeah. go check that out. I believe that is the episode prior to this. Um, and yeah, go follow us on Instagram at first big pod at Ryan M Ye at dat boy, Dan, Dan with an I and at Evan underscore Ariaga. And also go follow our guy CB at the wedding. Um, his instagram is at carter buoy um, my favorite flower girl you know what i'm saying yeah shout out to cb the flower girl um <laughs> God. um but yeah we're gonna we're gonna get on out of here um i just got the alert that nipsey hustles uh the marathon line just dropped right now so um so i might go have to try and cop a hoodie before it's too late <laughs> yeah, look at that too. Um, yeah but um i'm uh i'm a, we're gonna get on out of here uh, another uh west coast legend that gone too soon um we're gonna get out of here some nipsey hustle i think this song is uh is actually a tribute to tupac as well this is picture me rolling by nipsey hustle did we already play this did i play this last week no, no i don't think so nah picture me rolling tip of my chauffeur niggas look jealous you gotta control it reaching my quota Mixing my soda, feeling connected to God, trying to get closer, stepping on roaches, me and my loasters, just trying to get over, trying not to get swallowed by locusts, trying to stay focused, kind of like Moses, like somebody chose us, sweat on my shoulder, I feel these emotions. Check the hoodie presses. Bro, for all the, okay, this is just for the, for the sweaters and hoodies, right? The Crenshaw hoodies? The Crenshaw crew neck and the, and the hoodies? Bruh, 250 for both. Damn. Damn. I have, Bro, they I have the black on black. The, I was about to say, the black on black looks fire. Yeah, I, I have the black on right. white or the gray on white. Or the, it's called sage on black. Not yeah, black. yeah. No, those hoodies are hard. Um, but yeah, rest in peace to the goat. Um, but yeah, we're sending love to, peace and love to everybody out there. Um, hope everyone has a great weekend. Happy Friday to the listenership. Um, and yeah, shout out to everyone who's going through it right now. I know midterms week is coming up, so hopefully we were able to bring a smile to your guys' days. Um, and yeah, like I said, peace and love to everybody out there. Um, shout out to the family. Shout out to the home team. And yeah, we're going to get on out of here.
Peace, love, all that. Bye.